Welcome to the Keystone Collective Podcast. Whether you're a dedicated athlete or simply curious about life's boundless potential, this is your destination right here. Every episode, we're here to break down limiting beliefs and empower your journey towards becoming the best version of you. Let's get going. Dude, I am good. I am good. No, things are going well. Um, dude, just super stoked to have you on here, man. It's uh, It's been a while, bro. I don't even remember the last time that. It's been a minute. Yeah. It's been, it's been a few minutes. It's been a few. Yeah, it's great. Uh, great to follow you. See, see the updates, see all the things you're doing. No big deal. Just wake up in the morning and run a marathon, start the company and everything. You're, <laughs> you're, you're crushing it, man. Good for you. Proud of you, bud. Thank you, bro. Um, awesome. So, I mean, hey, if you're, if you're, if we're ready to get going. Uh, if you wanted to start int- an introduction. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, so, um, uh, Jeremy uh, Brown, um, I've known you, Lewis, since uh, our Fort Mac days back in, what was that, 20? I'm going to get this wrong, 2012? I, I think I think about there. I think about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you and I were in, uh, I think, probably Fort Mac's only breakdance crew maybe i, I don't so. know maybe, maybe certain things have happened uh since then um so i uh, i was involved in uh a crew back in newfoundland uh uh even before that uh east rock crew and uh since then my my dancing days have, have kind of dwindled unfortunately maybe i'll get back into it um but yeah um uh my main sort of job uh is in uh, mechanical engineering um i Bounced around to a few places uh, from Newfoundland originally. Uh, had a stint in Fort Mac. That's where I got to meet you. Then um, I uh, moved to Vancouver for four years and uh, been in Calgary here now since 2017. Yep. Right on, right on. Beautiful think... wife of almost 10 years and I uh, have a seven-year-old son. You do, you do. Yeah, yeah. All grown up. Which is crazy. And I think... Um... Where you lived, you you have a a canal, if yeah. you're still living there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing We're hockey on the on the back ice, yeah. And actually, it's funny you mentioned that. So we looked out, and it's just starting to get a little crust on there now. And so once it's ready, I'll um, start measuring the thickness. And um, once once it's thick enough, we'll get out and uh, yeah, try to get out uh, most days on on the back ice, especially with Logan, our our son. He really really enjoys it. Are yeah. you are you gonna put him in hockey? Yeah, actually, he, funny enough. He's we've, we're trying a few things with him and just kind of let him figure out what it is, he, you know, he takes to. And uh, right now he's doing uh, dance class. Really? So, yeah. Cool. So I uh, still want to kind of encourage the hockey scene. Uh, he's not in hockey classes. Uh, that might change here soon. But for now, it's it's a uh, hip hop dance class. And then whenever we can get him back out on the canal yeah. and, and uh, if that sparks some interest and maybe he does both. That's that's tough because, I mean. It's, you know, just as, as, as parents, it's, you know, you want to introduce them into a variety of things. And, you know, as, as a parent, you can have ideas of like, it'd be cool if my kid could do this. So if he likes it, that's great. But if not, but, it's like, you kind of have to be yeah. like, all right, it's not my path. It's yours. So we'll go yeah. with it. Yeah, exactly. it's that balance. Between, but, and you also want to, you know, you want to encourage, you want to, you want to lead them to the water, but you don't want to force them to drink it and see if exactly. they like it or yeah. not but yeah he he did taekwondo for years um it's awesome his uh our neighbor here happens to be a uh, uh, black belt taekwondo instructor 
Um, loved it, did really well in that. Um, and then just, you know, just trying, trying different things as he's growing and, uh, and, uh, you know, eventually if something sticks, then he'll take his own path down the road. That's kind of the plan. That's super sweet. Get him exposed to lots of different stuff. That's kind of the goal. Does he have any uh, recitals or any year end shows coming up? Yeah, I believe so. This is his first, first time at hip hop. So, um, uh, at the end of this season, there will there will be a year end. It's not like competitive; it's uh, it's more recreational. But yeah, mi- mini kids hip hop is pretty cute. Dressing them that up is awesome. In, so yeah, I mean, I think I mean that even speaks a little bit to what we were doing. So I think I think from when I started dance, my sister was in dance, Jenna, and yeah, Jenna, I, yeah. she yeah. encouraged me. She was like, "Hey, I think there's a, a hip hop class. This guy named yeah. Jeremy, he's super awesome." So I think the first. <laughs> whatever I don't, I don't know the organization that um that she was in but i think that that's i think where we first met right 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 i was this yeah. nervous little boy and yeah. uh i remember the first class we ended up either starting with a cypher circle yeah like a cypher yeah, yeah, yeah. i went yeah. in i don't even know what i did but everyone was cheering and i was like this is awesome it was awesome but, man it was awesome yeah that was um with suhail Yep. And Jordan and Dan and I know we had a bunch of other guys in and out, but that was that was awesome. Suhail managed to secure the spot. Then it, it what I love about those things that it's it's pretty casual. People can kind of come and go, and mm-hmm. I don't know why, but dance is this thing where people tend to be nervous and withheld. I know I I I was still am in some ways, um, but um, just kind of forcing that, given that place where people can just kind of show up and dance. Um, yes, it was break dance. That was the kind of theme, but we were happy to just see anybody get in the circle and, and just enjoy music. Um, but I think, I think, I think that's that. probably what it is. Cause I feel like life being so structured all the time. Yeah. Dance is one of those things that, yeah, I think, you know, if you're talking about technical ballet or some other mediums, yeah, certain structures need to be in place, but for the most part, you kind of make up the structure, right? So yeah. it, it's this like fluid form. And so I feel like people like a lot of nerves come with just not being able to like have ever expressed that like fluidity yeah. before. Yeah. 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 A hundred percent. And having that space where other people feel, you know, um, they're not going to be ridiculed. They're not going to be poked mm-hmm. on that. If the move that you do is silly and ridiculous, try it. What's the worst that's going to happen? Yeah. It'll look silly and ridiculous. Or it's maybe nice. you make up a new move and now it's yours. That's right. Yeah, I mean, there, there's been lots of experimentation, and it's like, well, maybe if I tweak it this way. I mean, we had years of that. That's where a lot of the the fun sort of combinations came out of was just messing around with friends, right? Open mm-hmm. cipher, and and then from there, if you want to take it a little more serious, of course, there is foundation, there is uh, technique, um, um, and and so we, what we like is that we could kind of do both if we wanted to have a serious bit and go through piece by piece. Hey, what is it we want to do today? Are we doing a routine? Are we working on foundation? Are we going to do some power moves? Um, and then other days it was just let's just go mess around, turn on the turn on the music, and and go have some fun. So yeah. Nice. How uh, do you how do you tackle discipline? I've like, I've thought about this a lot, uh, and I think it's like it's relevant too as parents because, in a way, if if we could just live a life without almost any responsibility, and you can just kind of do whatever you want whenever you want with no strings attached, I think that would be a great life. You know what I mean? Like you just, you're living the life, but at some point that like that conversation with yourself of there, there is a certain amount of discipline that you need and, and a certain amount of pain and suffering in order to achieve yeah. 
things. And so yeah. how do you, how do you do that? Like, even as a kid or like growing up into yeah. adulthood, it's like, what, what, what's your take on that? What do you think? Uh, well, I, I'll first start by prefacing as I am not a pro. I'm not a guru <laughs> in any way, shape or form. I'm super flattered that you asked me to come on here. Always happy to chat. Um, but um, I'm, I'm still, you know, like most people, I'm learning as I go. Um, learned a couple hard lessons along the way. Um, and I think like, like most of us, we're still trying to figure it out. But I mean, from the discipline side of things, I mean, to sit home, play video games, eat pizza and turn off all of the, uh, you know, the chores in life sounds awesome. <laughs> and, you know, once in a while, you need to do that type of thing just to kind of hit the reset button, have some time for yourself. But in my experience, too much of that um, can just set you backwards. I mean, mentally more than anything. You know, I'm I love me a good video game. And it's actually something I need to intentionally keep at bay sometimes, because if I get the right video game at the right time in my life, I could sit down and crush eight hours and not think anything of it. Um, but life tends to, you know, require you in other spaces and and for your own sort of mental well-being, you know, eight hours of video games can not feel so great at the end of the day. You know, you go to bed. It's not even so much as what did I accomplish today? It's you just feel run down. So for your own, you know, mental well-being more than anything, for me, um, I've 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 gone on, you know, opposite ends of that spectrum. Um, just recently, I've I've sort of been sort of taking my care of myself a little bit more, um, which is great. I I I think I underestimated how much, you know, just physical activity can really help you mentally. I mean, a part of that is gym and and sort of all that stuff, but. Um, Another thing is just keeping that mental train going. And, and you know, I'm an open book about it. Um, I, you know, I've suffered with, uh, uh, you know, mental, um, you know, struggles um, long time ago, um, you know, was even diagnosed with actual OCD. People say, oh, I have this OCD that's going to, uh, you know, take over my life. Or, and people say it as a joke all the time. Even I do as well. Not very many people who say that actually have OCD. I I was actually like I was that it was a, as a kid, like, um, you know, I think most people think of it as uh, like cleaning. There's a few yeah. stereotypical ones, but it, it can present in many forms. For me, it was it was uh, patterns. And so simple examples, if I touched my left hand with the doorknob, I had to touch my right hand with that doorknob or my day was ruined. And it got to the point where it was small and then it escalated more and more and more. And I think it was just you know, there was a lot, even as a young, uh, super young kid, but there was, you know, things going on in my life that caused a lot of stress. And and luckily I had, you know, good family and foundation and, and helped me work through it. But technically something like OCD is not something that just goes away. It's an no. underlying part of me. It's, it's yeah. it is, it is who I am, but you know, those, um, those, um, what am I, what word am I looking for here? Um, it, you know, it hasn't presented itself mm -hmm. uh, in a long time. But if I get to a point, if, if something, you know, really bad happens to me, you know, uh, life happens, bad things happen, uh, and I'm not able to tackle it, manage it, you know, self-discipline, mm -hmm. like you mentioned, um, you know, if things go bad for me, I can technically those those types of uh, things can present for me. Um, I think is, I think it's really hard because I feel like when, when you've actually been diagnosed and you've lived with this your whole life, like you you are in a sense, the expert of your own, like you, you can, you know yourself enough to kind of know when it's escalating or you, cause you, you have, right. you can reflect on it. But nowadays like, you can just Google OCD test 
Yeah. And then, and then it'll tell you, there's like 10 questions and it's like, yep, you're 99% OCD. And then, so I feel like it gives people. You also have all of these other things. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Right. And I think it's like OCD is one of those other ones with like ADHD or these other, um, like could be crippling. It gets hard and that until you get a hand on it, whether you, you know, whichever way you, you find a remedy for it. Um, it, it, it's, it's like almost frustrating for someone who's like lived through some of those who can relate. Right. And then you have these people who are like, yeah, I just don't want to do this. Cause I've, you know, I can't focus well, or I have OCD. And it's like, yeah. S- says who like, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and how <laughs> do you, <show> you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, how do you get to that place where like, just because you, you have something that may not be helping you. You know what I mean? It's not like a superpower where it's like you're, you're invincible and you can do anything and you don't have to sleep and you're just yeah. like, you know, automatically successful. It's yeah. How do you like finding that, that discipline through that, not just taking whatever disorder or um, mental block that's preventing yeah. you from being successful. Like it's one of those things that I feel like stops people where they, they, they reach that point where they either think or they've been diagnosed and they yeah. just can't like move past that. And now it's like controlling them. And I feel yeah. like that's really hard. And I feel like that's really. Yeah. It's, it's a, uh, it, it's a difficult, it's a difficult thing to kind of break, break through that. I mean, there are a couple, I mean, for my own personal journey, mm-hmm. again, I'm no, I know guru by no means I'll leave that to the pros like yourself, but for my own personal journey, there, there's a few small little tricks that I've sort of, um, get gathered along the way. And one, not just about, you know, uh, mental struggles and that just in life in general is, is just pure perspective. Um, and, and just realizing like where, where we are in the timeline of human history, you know, we're mm-hmm. born in, in this century of all centuries there's lots of nasty stuff going on in the world, but you know, a thousand years ago, if we were on this earth, things would not be so great for us. hundred <laughs> percent. Two thousand years ago, you know, so both in time and place. I mean, yeah. you know, when we're born, uh, you know, the doctor doesn't come out and say, "Okay, Jeremy, uh, what what country would you like to be from?" <laughs> no one, no one asks you that. Um, it's a good one. My my boss tells me all the time. But I mean, honestly, I mean, you know us here in Canada, we're, we're, you know, nothing's perfect. Um, no, no place is perfect, but honestly, if you look at what's going around around the world, I mean, it's hard to argue that Canada is at least top five. I, I would agree. Honestly, even, even you thinking know? about like, if I had to move somewhere right now, where would you pick? It's like, yeah, I mean, probably nothing. I probably would stay. There's probably five, you know, yeah. Canada's in there somewhere. Right. And, and yeah. so, um, both, you know, in terms of time and place, I mean, we, we couldn't ask for any better on where we are. And there are, there are people in this world as, as bad as it is to, to kind of think about um, it's, you know, they're being shot at, you know, they're, they're starving to death. They can't provide for their families and it's not their fault. I had a really good mentor actually when I was in Fort Mac, he trained me and he was my, my, uh, my engineer that, that kind of uh, showed me the ropes. And he had this whiteboard and we would always tackle problems on that whiteboard together. And, and he was a great, great mentor. I was incredibly lucky to, uh, to work under him for years, but he had this one part of this whiteboard. I was never allowed to touch. It just had a, a thing written on it. And he said, you can race everything on that. You can get rid of everything we've been doing for a month, but don't touch that corner. I said, all right. And it, it was just a small little thing. It said, are you being shot at? No. 
you know, are, do you have enough food? Are you hungry? No. And he said, well, it ain't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. You're, oh. you're absolutely right. So sometimes it's, uh, and it's not to, to diminish our own struggles. It's not to, it's not that they're any less. It's not that we're, we're not fighting our own battles, but sometimes it does help to say, okay, I, you know, I have OCD or whatever it is that I'm battling for that week, whether it's, you know, um, yeah, work, school, life, anything at all to kind of sit back and be like, how bad is it? Yeah. yeah. I got to get up. It's snowing out. I got to shovel the driveway. I gotta getting tackle shot at that. Though. Yeah. I got to tackle that, uh, you know, work assignments. Um, have to, have to do the things that I don't necessarily want to get up and do, but you know, how bad is it? And sometimes it's helpful to, to, to take perspective on that. Right. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I'm, I'm no pro either at all. I mean, I, I was diagnosed with ADHD uh, pretty early on um, and, you know, have tried different medications throughout and nothing, the, the, the side effects were, I think, just worse than dealing with it by, by itself. Right. Right. So still, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I mean, you know, my phone goes off at work and it's like, Oh, what's, what's over here. Oh, Oh, geez, dang it. I have to get yeah. this done now. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and I think there's a, there's a quote I heard, I think it was Alex Hermosi. He was saying that, um, you know, people who have found success, the people who, you know, you would, you would put them up above everyone else who they've, they've had these huge businesses and everything. Um, and like the one thing that really got them there was just hard work that they just, you know, they got up when they didn't want to all these other things and they compound and then you find that success. But then afterwards, when they kind of have reached that, if they don't have anything else that they're continuing that momentum with, mm -hmm. they start getting into like these weird routines. And mm -hmm. then after a while, th that's what they start teaching people. They start saying like, if you want to be successful like me, you have to have this like three hour routine where you get yeah. up, drink this upside down, you know, all this weird <laughs> stuff. And it's like this false hope that like, stop, stop yeah. confusing people. And I think, I mean, that can, I think that's still true in that, that topic of, you know, mental resilience or, you know, go, yeah. breaking down some of those things, because, you know, I've, I've, you've heard people I'm sure say too, where it's like, yeah, in order to be truly happy, this is what you need to do. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who like, yeah, there, there is no silver bullet. And if there was, uh, tell me, because yeah, I don't please, know what please, it please. is. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I've seen lots of people, just exactly what you said, nail on the head, lots of people. And the thing, you know, there are people selling different products and that sort of stuff. So, um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm open to anything and everything. And if there's a little dial that I can turn that might help me increase my, 100%. you know, well-being, sure. I might dabble in it, but I, I'm not going to base my whole routine uh, on on one thing it, it also comes down to in my mind they're like tools in the toolbox they're yeah. they're not everything so me you know you know talking about struggles you know other family members I'll say the one big thing uh, for me is having that foundation um, you know me and my siblings are very close uh, wife is very close um, if I have something that's burning at me, that's itching at me, I'm not going to sit down and let it bottle up. I'm, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about it. And that for me is the single biggest golden nugget. And it goes both ways. You know, I, we're able to help each other. Um, and so, you know, my, my brother, sister, stepbrother, stepsister, I have uh, lots. Um, we, you know, we, we tell each other, you know, these are all just tools in the, in, in the toolbox. So if one of them's having a rough day, they'll give me a call and we'll just kind of talk through it and vice versa if I'm having mm -hmm. a rough one. So we just help to give each other those little nuggets, those little tools that say, well, this has worked for me in the past, but there's no silver bullet. 
in my mind, it's a combination of a lot of small things. It's and it's and it's gradual over time, depending on how rough of a situation you happen to be. And if it's minor, yeah, yeah, maybe you can flip the switch in a day and you're fine. If you have a significant life event, which happens all the time, it's okay. Well, it's two steps forward, three steps back, but keep moving those two steps forward. Yeah. Just keep grinding every day because if you're trying to get through something, whether it's you know a, a mental struggle or or life happens, um, there's lots of little things that uh, in aggregate in my opinion that's what really really can help and the other thing is in my experience again very little uh, you know this whole fitness well-being journey that i'm on i'm you know i'm just you know about a year in so again Mm -hmm. i'm still learning as i go but for me it's it's also less about what you do it's more about how many times you get up and do it Mm -hmm. um and and it's the consistency is more than anything. You know, if you get up and go to the gym for 10 minutes, you know, you spend more time tying your shoes than, than doing actually anything. And you do that, you know, every day, you're going to go to the gym and stay longer every time. You're mm-hmm. going to build that routine for yourself. And my routine might not be a routine that works for you or for anybody else, but finding your own groove, um, in my opinion, is much more important than anything else. It's that consistency that really um, drives progress in my mind. Mm-hmm. What what are some things that you found that because I I feel like when 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 people start getting momentum, they inevitably will hit a wall. They will inevitably yeah. like that is guaranteed to happen at some point. Yeah. It could be a week, it could be two weeks, it could be six months until yeah. something like life hits you hard. And when it does, yeah. you know what I mean. How yeah. what 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 have you found that works to like? How do you how do you tell yourself to get back up again? How do you, how yeah, do you no. not fall back into those, those, like the, the routines that you used to have that you yeah. relied on for so long? Yeah, no, that's a, that's actually a, a great one. I'm actually sort of in one right now. So for me, I, you know, um, when I started uh, dropping weight, it came off pretty quick and I was on the scale and I was like, oh my God, I lost that amount in this amount of time. This is awesome. I'm going to keep going super motivated, you know, energetic at the gym for a couple months. And I'm like, this is great. I was just, this, you know, the scale, the graph is just going to keep on dropping. I'm going to hit my target weight and perfect. But yeah, like I've, I've plateaued for quite a while now, you know, I still, uh, you know, use the weight, um, the, the scale just to kind of see where I'm at. But what I'm able to realize is it's, it's, uh, you know, the scale is, is good, particularly in the beginning. Um, but at some point you're going to, you're going to plateau. And, uh, you know, from what I can tell that the, the plateau is, is not that there's anything particularly wrong. It's just that I'm at a point now where, um, you know, I'm trying to gain lean, lean, uh, muscle mass and, and drop fat. And at some point, you know, the, they're, they're starting to equalize. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm trying to do is not get discouraged by looking at the scale and realize like, why am I doing this whole thing? You know, I, I was initially doing this to drop weight. So that I could be healthy enough to do the shoulder surgery that hit me. Life hit mm-hmm. me with a curveball. I've got to get sh- shoulder surgery. And I went to physio and I got a little scared when they said, sorry, sir, you, you, you weigh too much. We can't put you under general anesthetic. And I was like, you're going to open me up under local anesthetic. No way. I was like, what do I got to do? They're like, you have to do this physio. You have to go to the gym this amount of time. Mm-hmm. You, ha- you have to hit this target or, and then uh, that sort of lit a fire under me. Mm-hmm. And then my motivation was, oh my God, I'm dropping all this weight. This is really good. I'm feeling really good. Um, I have more energy in the day. So I got to see all those side effects. So then my motivator was just keep going. This is a good thing. 
Um, and so your motivations change. So once I hit that plateau, I hit that wall. I was like, well, you know, the scale isn't the only reason I'm going. All these extra benefits are, are helping me, particularly mentally. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that is my motivation to go now. And, you know, I'm, I'll hit another plateau. I'm sure they always come pushing through that wall. I think the runners, you runners call it the wall. Is that right? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Power through. So for me, it's, it's um, just kind of thinking, you know, why you do what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the fitness journey, it's, it's, why am I doing it? It's, uh, it's to be healthier for longer, be stronger, um, you know, build some, some muscle mass and, uh, and just start feeling good. And I think that's a really, really, really good point. Cause I feel like, like you just said, like inevitably you will keep hitting these plateaus and that, that, that's ultimately progress. Like you, you, you know, that you're progressing every time that you hit more resistance. Cause you're like, Oh, that's new. I got to figure it out. And, and the why, I think that that's what it comes down to, right? Cause if, if the reason you're doing it isn't enough for you to get out of bed when you don't want to yeah, multiple times, it's yeah. probably not a good enough reason. Like you're, 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 you know yourself better, right? So it's, um, there is a, an analogy that I heard where if, if me and you were gym buddies, and I said, Hey, Jeremy, I'm going to, well, I'm going to be at the gym tomorrow. Like, all right. All right. Tomorrow happens. And then I'm not there. And I go, Oh, you know, this came up, something else happened. And then the next day, same kind of thing happens again. And then on the 10th day, on the 10th day, I say, Hey, I'm going to be there. Do you believe me? Do you believe that I'm going to walk through those doors on that 10th day after probably not, not a shot in hell? No, no exactly. And, yeah. and that's, that's, that's essentially the same thing that happens to yourself when you give yourself, if you tell yourself you're going to do something and yeah. you don't do it, you don't show up for yourself. You give yourself permission to almost lie to yourself. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. Well, I'm going to, you know, same thing when people say, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to wake up early tomorrow. And then, you know, early happens. And then it's like, yeah. nah, I'm not. And you, you already knew this the night before you already knew you're like, yeah, I'm going to wake up, but like probably not. And probably, so it just not. builds that routine of, you're giving up on yourself. You're not showing up. So if, the, if like it, and that compounds itself too. So yeah. finding how, how would you say, how, how do you, how would you, or how did you, I guess you had that, that experience of kind of, you know, you, you need to get that shoulder surgery. So you kind of had this, this, but I mean, if you want to share some other things too, and how, how do you think people can, can find yeah. it? Cause it's like, yeah. how do you skip through all of that? So for me, incredibly lucky, like the foundation, the family, the core, um, we, we got a rock solid crew. I couldn't, I couldn't ask for more. It just so happened that the timing of my surgery, uh, my brother uh, happened to be, you know, working through life uh, and he was need looking for some change. And I was like, listen, man, like I'm, I'm under doctor's orders. Like I have to go to the gym. He's off in Newfoundland. I'm like, we're not going to be able to go to the gym. I'm like, I, I know you're working through some things as well. I've been going to the gym for a little bit. I've been seeing some, you know, positive results more mentally than anything. Like mm-hmm. I'm feeling fresh. I can feel like I can take on stress. Like, why don't we just like give it a shot? So we just came up with this silly thing. We started our own private Facebook thing and it was more so to keep ourselves accountable. And the rule is if you do something active, whether it's a gym a run, a walk, you know, you bent down and tie your shoes and you broke a sweat that day, take a <laughs> selfie, take an ugly selfie and, uh, and post it up. And so literally every day, uh, we would just send a picture to ourselves um, mm-hmm. and it started, it was, it was a grind. I could go back and show you some pictures of, of me and Brad, especially in the early days, they were not nice pictures, but it make was a photo like, album or something. Yeah. It was is more, it started out almost as, as a joke, but now it's like, 
if I don't see if, if there's like two or three days in a row and we don't see a picture from each other, hey man, what you know, keep accountable, keep mm-hmm. keep going. So I I would say, you know, pulling in others. Um, you know, you don't necessarily announce to the world, hey, I'm gonna be a- I'm an active person now, and I'm you know, unless you're in that's your world and that's your business, that's you, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? If if it's you, you definitely do that. Uh, but for me, it's it's more so. Uh, keeping it within the family core circuit. And then with, with me and my brother that then evolved into, you know, our sister and our other brother. And now our, our private group um, posts those pictures, but that, that really held us uh, mm-hmm. accountable. So long story short, uh, my brother uh, lost over a hundred pounds. Yeah. That, out. Yeah. Yeah. And, Jeez, I, and I mean, that is amazing. Yeah. And he is doing well and he happens to be here visiting. My sister happens to be here visiting and we're hit, you know, we're hitting the gym, doing active stuff all all the time, and he's now he's far surpassed me. We go do arm day at the gym, and I'm just struggling to keep up. I uh, I, I can't do all the things that he does, but he's he's you know gone way past anything I could do. But same as myself, he really started to see the benefits and just being able to tackle the day to day stresses, work life, all those mm-hmm. other things. Uh, it really gives you the fortitude. So you ask about motivation and driving through. I think. Part of it is also a, a need, a desire, or, or some what even a fear not to move backwards. You know, if if life is throwing you some some curveballs, you know that's going to happen. But to give yourself the fortitude to be able to handle those stresses, you can sit down and play video games and eat mm-hmm. pizza and do all that fun stuff. But the more you do that, in my opinion, you're not going to be as resilient to tackle the struggles and and i think that's 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 i think that can lead up to the the next thing um that's so tough because it like you said it's not you know love me a good video game or you know pizza i think we can all sit down and have a good pizza but i love it 100 so (laughs) how when we're bringing in balance it's like there there's there's enough to to have that discipline you need to know yourself well enough to know that like you don't need to have the pizza every day. You don't need to do that every day so that if you catch yourself doing that, you you need to kind of be, to have those real conversations and to be hard on yourself enough to like, listen, I'm straying off from what I actually want to do. Like I got to fix this. And that can, that can lead to positive change. But at the same time too, it's like, if you want to sit down and, and, and play a video game with, with the pizza, how do you, how do you just like not feel guilty or feel like, you know, yeah, the worst yeah, person yeah. ever. And I think that's really tough too. Cause it's like, People think that if the the positive change that you're doing, that it's like all or nothing. Like it's 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 only the the like for me, you know, all I can do, I I have to just run, 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 nothing else. It's like that's that's yeah. not a balanced lifestyle either. Like that's that's yeah. gonna lead me to the ground inevitably if that's all that I'm doing. And so, yeah, do you have anything to share on that? Like, to... yeah, yeah, dude, I I feel like I'm I'm talking to myself here because <laughs> na- nail on the head. I have. And most in our family have, I don't know if it's a, a addictive personality. I don't know what the right term is, but when we get into something, we get into something like, uh, uh, you know, when, when I was into breaking, I was into breaking, nothing mm-hmm. else matters. You know, I, I have a side business of woodworking. And when I get into that, nothing else matters. Everything <laughs> I get in the garage, which is, which is good and bad. I mean, it's good because you get singular focus on something. Um, and, and, and especially if it's like productive and good for you, like that's great. Fully encourage that. But the downside is other things can slip. I'm on 
you know, this journey with fitness and that's great. And and that really is taking a lot of my focus and my time and my daily routine, which is great. It, it's, it's a good habit. I love it. Mm-hmm. I want to foster that for myself and for my family. But at the same time, those other things that I enjoy doing sometimes have to force myself to slip those into the day. At one point, you know, I'd wake up in the morning and the first thing that would get me excited would be going out in the garage and working on the woodworking stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, something that excites me is, you know, my brother's here, we're going to do a new routine at the gym and, you know, we're going to go for a run and then uh, do that sort of stuff. So I got to force myself to remember what it is to like the other things that I know that I like. It's just starting to go do those things. Cause uh, yeah, when I get into something, I really get into it and nothing yeah. like, and that's like, we joke about the video games. There's lots of other things that can make you slip backwards. Video games would be one of them, but a new video game comes out. And I start on that opening screen, put in my name, you know, three in the morning and I'm just like, what's going on? So I, yeah. I got to be careful because there are good things you can, I don't know if addiction is the right word. There's good things you can get addicted to. There's not so good things you can get addicted to. And I think the the thing to keep in mind is is where are you? It's okay to be involved. I can't entirely badmouth video games and pizza you know once in a while you know you might mm-hmm. want to indulge a little bit um but if that happens day after day after day it then becomes a habit and once you have habits like that it's hard it's hard to come back so yeah it's a it's a huge arm wrestle yeah geez and i think that the you, you mentioned with your brother you, you you guys did have a little fundraiser too we did we that did. was yeah, cool we, tell, tell me about that yeah yeah that was awesome so it happened to be a little little serendipitous we you know it's a gym that him and i were 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 going to um and also my my son uh i should mention uh has autism and uh and he's he is the joy of our world he is the happiest little kid you will ever meet uh in your life and first to meet him to to talk to him you might not even uh know Mm -hmm. um as we know autism is uh is a spectrum um and so his his symptoms uh, don't present unless you really kind of sit down and get to understand. But uh, nonetheless, he, he has a lot of the same struggles that, uh, that, that other kids with autism have. Um, and so anyway, the fundraiser was at the gym that, you know, my brother and I were going to mm-hmm. and uh, the posters were all over the wall and said they were doing a fundraiser for, for kids with autism. So we did that and uh, we did uh, two weeks every day. Um, we brought in our other brother and, and sister. They helped join in too. And yeah, we raised, uh, I think it was just under $800, which equates to, um, uh, I think it was uh, six kids. Yeah. Six kids get basically five free dedicated uh, structured memberships at Good Life. And it's more so for adolescents. So anyone mm-hmm. who, who has kids or knows uh, of kids uh, with autism, autism and, and other intellectual disabilities, there's there's a great level of support particularly um in alberta there there's there's a lot of good programs a lot of support um out there um and just naturally what happens is over time as the kids become adolescents teenagers and they get older that level of support tends to to fall off mm-hmm. um and so this gym thing is, is a small way to help counteract that because the funding sort of goes away and then uh, this gym membership is specifically for adolescents. I think it's between uh, 12 and, and, and 21. So Logan's not quite there now, but, you know, in future years, he could be someone that could benefit from someone else doing a fundraiser like this. That's so cool. That's super so, so, cool. Like even, yeah, yeah I, I, I saw some of your posts about that and I just like, that's just amazing. I feel like that's so neat to like, in a sense, right. You're, you're benefiting yourself from, you know, 
having like almost some some more momentum like a caffeine boost of fueling your yeah. own but but you're also it's for a good cause and that's like oh, that man. extra bit of accountability where it's like hey if i don't show up this could mean yeah. that you know one kid doesn't get membership and i mean you don't want that on your shoulders like the whole point of doing this is to to just help yeah i i honestly thought we were going to post it up we we get you know if we were lucky maybe a, a couple hundred but to mm. brooch it, it was funny we actually went physically to the gym cuz I don't really know the logistics of how it works, but they, they, you know, at one point in time, it's not anymore, but at one point in time, our small team, it was just us siblings that we had created. Our, our team had raised more than the gym had. Then of course, you know, uh, they, they blew us out of the water, but it was a good yeah. little friendly, friendly competition that we had going on there. But uh, yeah, we, we had, uh, you know, almost $800 and in, in a short amount of time, it was awesome to see just the pouring out of support on something like that. So That's we'll so cool. definitely be doing something like that again. And that was, you know, we talk about breaking through barriers, having that as a little motivation for us, gave us a little prep in our step again. So yeah. it was nice, really cool. How's your, how's parenting been? Cause I uh, mean, being a father, I feel like there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of weight that can, yeah. that can be on our shoulders, right? Especially yeah. So oh. sorry. Sorry. Go, go ahead. What? Especially. Oh, I was just saying, especially with like um, making sure that we're doing what we need to be doing as well, yeah. right? So, like you said, like having a hobby, woodworking, or doing something like something else to like just you know take your mind off. It's productive, and you like doing it. That's great. But also going to the gym and and being active and making sure that you're healthy, and and but and still being able to you know go go to work and then yeah. still you know take them to dance and then do this and then have yeah. a date night and then make dinner like it's it just seems like there you could we could make a huge list of things not not enough hours in the day it's funny mm. you know trying to figure out the parenting thing i'm still trying to find the manual you know we seven years ago we came out of the hospital we went in as two people and we came out as three they didn't they didn't give me a manual nope you me know, neither 3.5 here's how you be dad so i think i think we're still very much learning as we go um but I think also it's important to just for Logan, it's just to to show him just by example what it is that we're doing. So mm -hmm. dad dad's taking time to to get to the gym. Uh, you know, mom's taking time to go out for a walk, you know, just being active. I, he he needs no encouragement on being active. He is a very, <laughs> very energetic uh enthusiastic happy you know fun little man and so to go out for a walk or a run it takes no encouragement could we do more always um what i like to think just leading by example is the biggest thing and for our own personal schedules and routines work is very very demanding at times and other days i've got a little bit more flexibility my the nature of my work is is very much you know um Sometimes it's uh, sometimes it's a lot and sometimes I've got some, mm -hmm. some extra time. But because of that, I need to arrange my schedule around that because that has to be priority one for me. That's, you know, the, that helps me, you know, lift, put food on the table, of course. Um, so on days where I've got some more time, more flexibility, instead of saying, oh, I've got a chunk of time right now, you know, uh, time to fire up the TV and, and sit down and veg out, which I might've done at one point in time before it's mm -hmm. like, Oh, I can, I can slip in some, some time for a run or, or go lift some weights or something. So mm -hmm. taking advantage of those little windows that you have and, and when work doesn't allow for it, when there's a super busy day and then you, you know, you drop off a dance class and then you have all those other things. Well, those are days where you don't get to slip those things in. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's fluid. It's day by day. 
There's no, I haven't found it yet. There's no one secret formula, but just I don't think there is. 100%. Yeah. Uh, one one thing that has been happening recently uh, with my daughter, um, she most 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 nights she ends up in our bed. And I wouldn't say she's a hard sleeper at all. So that when the alarm goes off, it's like, you know, I, I know I need to get myself to the gym or I need to get out for a run. Yeah, yeah. But I know I also had a late night. And the yeah. other the other factor in there too is that she's there. So if I get up, I know she's gonna wake up. It's hard. And then man. and then the whole house it's wakes so up. And hard. It's like, I feel so <laughs> bad, just like almost yeah. like tossing a grenade at my wife, going, "Okay, well, I'm gonna go to the gym. You know, it's five <laughs> go by. You're the kids. Like, oh, so it's. I think that's the other thing. Like we've been talking about it all morning too. It's it's like, yeah, having that discipline, but knowing knowing the parameters to which you don't necessarily have to feel guilty. So if you don't go to the gym that one morning, yeah. You know, it's it's like that mentality where it's like, hey, the the day's not all gone. It's not like it's not all ruined. You can't have that like that black and white thinking where it's like I'm an absolute failure. Now I just can't go at all today. It's like, well, you're missing the whole point. You know what I mean? Like it maybe you don't you didn't get to have like your hour at the gym or your hour run, but like go on a walk at lunch. Go do some stretches at, you know, whatever you're doing if you're at a desk. Like like it's just that mentality of, you know, okay, this happened, but what's the solution? find yeah. the solutions instead of just looking at the problem going, you know, Oh, yeah. I guess I can't do this now. Cause you know, the, yeah. the TV's on oh, time, time to not be active for three months now because yeah, exactly. I lost this one day. Now, yeah. yeah. No. And, and maybe there's a part of us that sometimes looks for those reasons to be like, Oh, well, I can't, I can't do anything today because this happened or this happened, but I will say life happens. I say there's, you know, it goes back to those little, little tools uh, and they can add up one of the little tools that has helped me is is if I tell myself I go to the gym five days a week, mm-hmm. I'm going to end up going to the gym probably three days a week. Mm-hmm. If I tell myself every day, if I tell myself there's seven days a week where I'm going to go, well, life happens. One, two, maybe three of those days are days that I just can't go because of the schedule because of things happen. Today's a good example. I would love nothing more than on a Saturday. All my siblings are here. We would love to go. I can't go today. Today is one of those days. Mm-hmm. So if I tell myself I'm going seven days a week, life happens. Well, guess what? This week I'm going six, maybe five days a week. Mm-hmm. But it's that mental shift to say I'm the type of person that's just going to get up and go every day. But it's not the end of the world if you know you have a few hiccups along the way. The important thing is when you are able to get back, you know, life allows you to get back. <laughs> I feel like you're going to Go be more right successful. hundred percent. <laughs> I feel like you'll be more successful doing it that way than like committing yourself. It's, it's, it's like that, that example too. Yeah. If, if, if you, if you just tell yourself you're going to do it and you don't do it, you're that's that self-sabotage and that's just going to create worse. So if you just have that mentality of like, okay, like I'm going to go. And, and and understand that life still happens. Like you, you still have a life and, and all these other responsibilities too. So you can't just, it's not just up to you to, you know, I, I think it's, it's interesting. Like a lot of the um, professional bodybuilders and stuff, it's like, you know, that's, that's their day job. That's if, their job. If, if, yeah. if, if, if my job was to just go to the gym every day, we would, we would be, you know, Man, you know, give me a already... washroom and a fridge in the gym. I'll just live there. Easy. Exactly. But, but it's, you know, we don't, it's, that's not the life that we're living at the moment. And we have a lot of other, you know, 
it's it's like you're in a very busy kitchen and you're you're the only chef there. You have to you have to be the sous chef and the main one and the dessert yeah. guy. You're doing all of these things. Yeah. So yeah, that's crazy. I, I got two questions for you. Yeah, yeah. Shoot. First one, I wanted to talk about role models because I feel yeah. like that one is like the influence that they have. I think is huge. I have I have a funny story about that. Um, I probably before high school. I think sometime in. Yeah. In that, in that time period, I was looking for a job and, and I applied at sport check, had an interview. Oh, yeah. It was great. Sat yeah. down. Big, big, scary interview. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was there. I was like, yeah. all right. He's asking me all these questions. And then one of the last questions he asked, he said, you know, who's, who's your role model. And uh, at the time I was playing um, football, PB, oh, yeah. right. Yeah. And uh, I ended up getting uh, a coach's award and they gave me a pair of shoulder pads. And I was nice. like, this is awesome. And they were uh, Reggie Bush. He played on the the Saints. Okay. And uh, I don't know. I just had this moment in the interview when he said, who's your role model? I was like, well, that guy's fast. He's pretty awesome. He's on the shoulder pad. So Reggie <laughs> Bush. And he goes, didn't you just get arrested for sexual assault again? I was like, <laughs> again? Uh... Uh, mm-hmm, maybe. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right. Yeah, I'll give you a call. I didn't get the job. <laughs> I was like, why, why didn't I just say Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods, someone, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, That's funny. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's crazy at the influence that some role models have. And I think even, even meeting you for the first time when I was this, you know, young kid right. in my first dance class and I was like, you know, dances for girls and like, yeah. I, don't even, yeah. I don't know how to dance. I was nervous. And then meeting you is just, you were very, you were a role model. Still today, man, I still look at you and remember oh, man, all the, the moments we've had. Like you've taught me a lot, man, throughout dude, throughout our our relationship. And so it's you don't really know who's looking up to you. You don't know who's looking. I think that 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 touches on being a father as well, right? You don't know what they're looking at or what they're gonna remember. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Big big time. Yeah, no, I no. Goes both ways. We uh we we learn a lot from you as well. Um, I know there, you know, there's, there's a bit of a, a, an age gap, but that, that doesn't mean anything. You know, the, the, the lessons that we, we live in life, uh, we, we, we get them whenever, I mean, look at you, you're, you know, running marathons, you get your own business, you run, you're running the show. You're the big boss, man. You're, you're, uh, you're taking charge. It's, it's awesome. So yeah, no, it's, it, it goes both ways. It's, uh, thank you. It's bro. really thank cool. You. Who's yeah. who? Who would you say your role model though is? Who, who's one person that you can reflect on on your life that's kind of stuck with you and you've you've looked up to? Oh, uh, it's got to be OJ Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that in there. No, that's hilarious. I mean, I even said Tiger Woods, and I was like, I don't, I don't think that one's much better than than uh, Reggie Bush. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I've I've never, I've never really thought about that. I've had a lot of. I've been. I've been so fortunate. I've had a lot of people, you know, family wise, uh, work wise, friends wise, um, you know, not, not even necessarily like older than me or have experienced more than me, but you know, you could still look at as a, uh, as a role model. I don't know that I could sit down and, and pinpoint one person, but you know, another thing is like, you know, do the things on an aggregate you know, so that your future self will be a role model. You know, me in 80 years, I would like to think whoever that person is still got lots of lessons to learn between now and whenever that is. Um, I could be the type of person that could look back and say, that's, that's my role model, you know, my own selfish sort of thing, but looking externally um, there's lots of people that I could say I would learn from either from my personal life or, you know, from, from my 
nerd life. Get a lot of good quotes, sayings, a lot of inspiration from a gentleman. His name's uh, Richard Feynman. He's not a super popular guy. He's a scientist, um, but um, he was one of the scientists that could take a lot of very complex, uh, uh, weird, strange, complicated, sciencey things and really boiled them down and communicate them pretty simply. Mm. Um, you know, he worked on the the Challenger explosion. I don't know if you remember. Mm. Yeah, he was the lead investigator there and basically f- discovered why that happened. Interesting. And, yeah, in a famous speech, I think it was to like Congress. He showed like the the O ring that had. Yeah, like, I was gonna say. Yeah, in... he was that guy. Oh, yeah, he, okay, he worked okay. On uh, string theory, um, quantum mechanics. He invented Feynman diagrams. Uh, he's a uh, He's one I, I usually get some good inspiration to. And just like one of the rare science guys that's just really fun to listen to. So if I'm being asked, you know, external role model, um, he'd probably be on the list for me. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, we could probably talk a whole day and a half about that. If, you, if, if you're interested in, I mean, that, that I love that kind of stuff too. Talk about string theory and all these other, yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Attitude. I think that's kind of where we 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 can we can wrap up here, and I think that's that's the whole point of uh, this podcast too is talking about sure. and 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 hearing stories of um, overcoming challenges and and just talking about life and and the importance of of attitude because I feel like there's a lot of people that are I think can be categorized between being naturally optimistic or maybe you're naturally pessimistic and you know that. Right. Um, or, you know, there, there are a few others too. And it's, you know, how do you use those as a strength? If you know that you're kind of always looking at, you know, or, or you're a natural realist and it's it's hard because you can't necessarily just live all of those to the fullest, right? Because if you're just the, the most optimistic person ever, that's going to shoot yourself in the foot. At some point, you're going to run into issues where right. it's like, 100%. maybe this wasn't the best idea. Like I totally forgot about these things. Um yeah. So if you want to touch on maybe some, some, some reflection on your life on how you've had to change your attitude or um, just the outlook on attitude and, and maybe share some importance in, in your life on how that's important. Yeah, that, that is a, a very big question. And again, I wish I had the answers. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. The, you know, the honest answer is, I don't know for my own personal journey, um, you know, overcoming adversity, uh, you know, the mental fortitude, uh, working through things, you know, we can all find our own way to cope and work through things, but to do it with a smile on your face makes this journey a little bit more fun. And, and sometimes you got to laugh at it. Yeah. I had a big hiccup in life. I have OCD. There's things going on and you, you know, sometimes you got to laugh or if not, you'll cry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and sometimes you got to fake it before you make it. Sometimes you don't want to put a smile on your face. Um, the first thing you want to do is curl up into a ball and cry and, and go to your room. And at some days that's what you got to do. Um, but on balance, uh, if you can force a smile, sometimes the smile kind of happens. Um, in early days in, in breaking like the East rock crew back in Newfoundland, uh, shortly before I met you. So circa what, 2005 to 2010 plus or minus, 
there was a core group of guys. You know, I always got along with my family, but at that point in my life, we were all so young. You know, you reach a certain age where your friends are your core, and then you go back to your family's your core. Well, at that point in time, these guys were my family. And, um, you know, I was going through some not some fun stuff, and they were forcing me and kicking my butt. Okay, come on, Jeremy. Today's practice day. We're going. We get we got a cipher today. That's the last thing I wanted to do was get up and move. But you know what? I got up there and the guys were poking and prodding, making fun, making jokes. And by the end of the session, you know, you're moving, you're grooving to the music. You got a couple hours in and the guys are laughing and, and carrying on. That really got you through the day. So it came mm-hmm. to the point where I was like, oh, this struggle sucks. I just hate this. I don't want to do this. Yeah, I could have sat in my room and done nothing. And if it wasn't for that core group of guys, maybe I would have. And maybe I would have been a different person today. But I owe a lot to that crew. And that's kind of why when we moved to Fort Mac, you know, we've seen the benefits in that. That's why we started the Norder Elements Group and, mm-hmm. and you got involved um, because with the East Rock crew in, uh, in, in Newfoundland, it was more than just, okay, we got a show to prepare for or we're working on this move. It was, it was my fundamental core and that was a positive attitude group. There was none of this shooting each other down, poking fun because he did a silly move or mm-hmm. he didn't call me on Saturday. So now there's a grudge. It was just a bunch of guys just like, New track came out, new Red Bull BC one came out. We, we're working on windmills today, boys. And that's yeah. all we're doing is windmills. Um, and that really instilled in me, I think, uh, some general positive attitude and really seeing the benefits of that. And sometimes you got to fake it before you make it. Um, that's just, you know, how I've been able to chug through on those not so fun days, months, weeks, mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Uh, one One quote that sticks out to me kind of on that 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 same topic is if you have to eat shit get good at it (laughs) i'm gonna use that one (laughs) you know it's it's yeah inevitably hardships will come and i think i mean i think the biggest takeaway that i've i've gotten from from this conversation is family family's almost everything pretty much is with that without that support you know we as 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 strong as we think we are physically mentally and we like to do things on our own it's you know we we couldn't do it without our support yeah right and I, that I think... core group 100 percent. that core group if it's not family a core group of friends people you trust know who have you know general positive attitude mm-hmm. nail nail on the head having that network right? yeah. family or friends someone people that really know you and, and can really help drive you and and I think even too I think uh, you you mentioned a, a few times too just probably one of the biggest tools in the toolbox for um, finding resilience in in mental health um, health struggles it's 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 again still having that support big time big time yeah amazing big for me yeah Jeremy thank you so much for for uh, getting on the call I know it was early but uh, you you've Anytime. got a, a sweet uh, how how long is your session today. Uh, it, it, it depends on how long uh, he can go. I've just got one last sort of uh, gap on the arm and then uh, there'll be a few more sessions for color and fill and stuff. So amazing. Um, well, I can't yeah, wait to see it. To that. Yeah. I you too. Are, you just got one or getting no. a new one or <laughs> in, in the pipeline. I feel like gotcha. it's, it's, okay. I don't, I don't necessarily know where to start. I feel like it's, it's yeah. Yeah. The, the, the design. I, I don't want to just do like a, a fill yeah. with like a bunch of small pieces. I, I want yeah. like a whole cohesive planned yeah. out, and Same. just go and get it done and, and then it's done. But I, I don't know who, I, I don't know who to trust, man. It stays on your arm I, forever. I know a guy, I know a guy. So fun fact, the the brother that I've been talking about this whole time, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he's been tattooing for oh seriously 17, 18 years. Oh. Yeah, he's he does great work. So I just happen to be lucky enough that he does my tattoos. And today is a day that we can't go to the gym because today's a tattoo day. And it, it takes pardon pardon my language, but it takes a piss out of you. So you can't really do much on a on a big tattoo day. So today I'm gonna get some done and then rest for the rest of the day. Yeah. Amazing. Much needed, yeah. but hey, I appreciate your time. I love you, awesome, brother. Man. And uh, yeah, we'll 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 get in touch soon and maybe play some hockey in the near future. Sounds good, Betty. It was great to see you. Thanks right, so brother. much. See ya. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Keystone Collective Podcast. We hope you've been inspired, learned something new, and discovered ways to elevate your life. Remember to subscribe and share the podcast. Our journey is just the beginning, and I can't wait to bring you more transformative content. Until next time, remember, every episode is a stepping stone forward to a better you. Stay strong, stay curious, and remember, it's a great day for a great day.